Welcome to Moody's Mixer, Winning with Prostate Cancer. Here we are with a new episode of Winning with Prostate Cancer. And I think this is going to be a very exciting show. As a matter of fact, the intro is as exciting as it gets. Two minutes and 25 seconds remaining. It's a cliffhanger here from Ann Arbor. A barn burner, call it what you will. Wide to the right is Bo Rather. It's Taylor deep and Cypress close. Larry Sippa under center in a balanced line. Sippa rolls out to the right. Pitches off to Taylor, and Taylor's to the 20. Down to the 15, down to the 10, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Touchdown, Billy Taylor! Touchdown, Billy Taylor! Yes, sir. We have Dr. Billy Taylor in the house. If you guys were around 1971 when Michigan and Ohio State had those battles, have the guy who scored that winning touchdown at the big house there's another man another person who came into my life at the age of 10 and what I can remember for being around him and being his little brother the strength the determination the comeback the not give up has been permeated in my life because I had the pleasure in the honor to spend time with this man as a young boy. It is my pleasure and my honor to welcome to the show Dr. William Billy B.T. Taylor. You know, being able to talk to you, you know, you know, really takes me back, man, and you know, likewise, and you know, you are a huge part of my makeup today. You know, and so being That's able, right. being able to talk to you, and you know, um, and as I go through this journey, you, you know, you are giving me the strength to do this naturally, you know, w- w- which allow me to not be afraid to do this is the relationship that I had with you as a young boy, you know, and, you know, you were. I appreciate that. Very kind of you. Yeah, you know, you are All-American at Michigan, and I still have my little football. I don't know if you remember (laughs) the little footballs you had done up for your All-American. Yeah, the the little yellow football. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I remember. I yeah, yeah I still Taylor Day or something like that. Yeah, I still have I still have one one of those balls, man. So, um, but I got diagnosed with prostate cancer. Yeah, uh, I read about that. Yeah, is, is that over with? Was you you've been where well, well, I'm going through it right now, and that you know that's part of my my uh, my podcast is winning with prostate cancer. You know, I'm I'm doing this naturally. I'm not having surgery or none of those a- invasive type um, um, procedures. So I'm I'm a. But is that gonna do it, Corey? Do you need to have? Surgery? Nah, nah, man, nah, man, nah. What's your doctor saying? Is that what Doctor Corey's saying? Or nah, this is my medical doctor. Saying? Yeah, this is my medical doctor said we can beat this now. So okay, so okay. so you you know got to understand it and. You know, this is about overcoming the obstacles in our lives. It's funny what you said, you know, is that what I say, what the doctors say. Well, guess what? I got some doctors that are saying, 
you know, my urologist said I need to do one of the three. You know, I need to have a remove. I need to do chemo or radiation or have this ultrasound, you know. And what's so funny, what that's his gig. That's his hustle. You know, that's what he does. Right. My other right. doctor says, Corey, you can beat this. You know, just boom, boom, boom. This is what we can do. But, you know, we, we, we come into fear that, well, yeah, let me go ahead and get it removed so I can go on. But then all the side effects doesn't guarantee doesn't doesn't come back, which means I got all these side effects now that affected my my body, my life, and I still have to deal with it again. So the best thing is let's go ahead and just get this thing take taken care of naturally, you know. I'm so, listening to you. I assume you've done a, a lot of research. I mean, because I'm for natural cures cures myself as opposed to like chemo and and surgery or whatever. I've had a hip replacement and a knee replacement and man, I really needed it, you know, and Correct. it worked, you know, but I, you know, prostate cancer, prostate cancer, that's a whole different thing. Yes. My main concern knowing you since you were a child um, and uh, is, you know, whatever approach, is going to uh, be the best for you and going to enable you to recover. That's what my hopes is for you. Uh, I, I that's why I ask you is is this Dr. Corey's opinion that you're going to do it naturally, <laughs> or is this your physician's opinion? Yeah, you know. Uh, but so what? You know, if prostate cancer can be cured naturally. Uh, I guess imagine, I imagine it depends on what stage that it's diagnosed. Correct. You know, you know, if it can be cured naturally, why are so many people having, uh, you know, uh, chemo, et cetera, et cetera. And I know it can be a big business, you know, but, uh, I hadn't heard that you could like do it naturally, I guess, to change your diet or what? Correct. And, and, and you know, it's so funny what you're saying, BT, because, you know, people do the, in what I call the invasive procedures because of fear. Automatically just think death. And we want to do everything we can to get cancer, you know, because we, we know it's going to kill us. To become cancer-free, you want to do everything you can. Correct, correct. So, you know, those statements are correct. Cancer can kill you. So when we hear that as, you know, as a, as a human, our first reaction, you know, can be, you know what, let me just get rid of this thing so I can go on with my life. Forget all the side effects and, you know, my life may, you know, can totally be different. I'm, you know, I'm going to be free of this. Well, first of all, it doesn't mean that because it still can come back. Because, you know, if we're still doing some of the same things, it doesn't matter, you know, because, you know, I, to your point, I'm changing my diet, you know, my lifestyle, you know, and, and I've always been in pretty good shape. You know, actually, I've been in great shape, really, you know, most of my adult life. Yeah. You know, I'm but we can be in good shape. I'm in great shape. I learned my body. Learn your body. Find out what makes your body really tick. And it's different for all of us. And it's not a mystery. We can find out for ourselves about our body. 
is, you know, when, when we put certain foods, you know, things for pesticides and, you know, those chemicals, because we all have them in our bodies. But, but does changing your diet eliminate that it, cancer that has began to grow in your body, for lack of a better way? Yes. I mean, yes. And, and you to, can reverse it? Yes, most definitely. Yes, most definitely, because you get it at the. Not, wouldn't that depend on what stage is diagnosed? If you're in like stage, I don't know if it goes two or three. Stage one, two, three, and four is is typically what they have, and and it, it's funny you, you you bring up the stages because I'm stage one, which is early. You want to catch it early, that's why I go ahead and get tested. Please go get tested when you get tested early. And you can find it out early, stage one, your options are open. Just go get a blood test, a simple blood test to check your PSA levels. Let a good physician look at it. And let them tell you if you need to go get a biopsy, get an MRI. But just go get a blood test. It's that simple. It opens up your options for treatment. Even if you use one of the invasive, the invasive treatments, you're still in better shape than you are if you, you've waited to stage three or four. But what I'm finding well, now, you know, go you ahead. mentioned earlier when a person is told or diagnosed with cancer, it creates this fear. That's understandable. But the state, and you said, you know, because they think or they're told that cancer can kill you, that is a true statement. It can kill you. Yep. It's killed a lot of people. Yes, it has. But but I hear what you're saying. Uh, there, There's an alternative approach. Are you willing to find out for yourself and not just follow what you're being told? It's easy to do. Things change in our lives. We evolve. And we can't be afraid to keep going forward and pressing the envelope with our life and understanding. Change is always good. As a young boy, I remember when BT got his new car. Coming to pick me up when you just got that 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 Mercury Marquee, that white one. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, Mark, Mercury Marquee, bro. I'm a yeah. Seventy-two or something. When we're dating ourselves now, yeah, always say I'm thirty-nine and holding Corey, but I probably got a jacket or two that old, you know. But uh, but yeah, yeah, it, memory. Uh, I I I downloaded the touchdown you scored against Ohio State in seventy-one, and I I never okay. forget this because we sat at the very top of Michigan Stadium, and we was like, mm -hmm. man, we way up here, but. We learned that we were blocked by the wind. We had a back because we, had, right. we were the last row. And so we were able uh -huh. to lean back. We were able to block the wind because you guys, <laughs> you know, you guys had games back then. It was cold and snowy. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. I, and I remember you coming around, going, in, you know, going into the end zone and doing your dance because you, you had the little pit of, you had the little dance. And then Woody you know, Hayes, like the BT shuffle. Yeah, the BT shuffle, man. And I remember Woody Hayes tearing up the the yard marker and everything. Oh, and, and then a touchdown from 21 yards out. 
The crowd goes berserk. Michigan leads 9-7. to seven. Oh, man, Euchre's been broadcasting for 27 years. I have never seen anything. And that's what they can say about us beating prostate cancer. They have never seen nothing like this before. You know, and, and I think right after that, you know, you know, they did an article in Ann Arbor News about mm -hmm. the, 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 the den of the mellow men. You know, that was you, right, Tony right. Darton, Reggie, you know, all yeah. you guys, you know, because you guys lived in the same um, yeah, house. Yeah, the den of the mellow man, Tom Darton, Reggie McKenzie, Mike Taylor, yeah. Butch Carpenter, Mike Oldham, and Glenn Dowdy and myself. Yes, man. And remember when it was published, because they actually published it in Ann Arbor News with a picture of y'all. And I was yeah, just like, well, I, I was we like, were hey. the largest group of blacks. Uh, athletes to come on an athletic scholarship for football, probably any sport, uh, at that time to Michigan. Correct. Uh, yeah, and uh, we made a we made a mark there. You know. Yes, I did. We got some ment some mentoring from your dad, Dr. Charles Moody, and and uh, Butch Carpenter's dad. Uh, you know, Sam Carpenter, uh, and uh, Tom Darden's dad, Mr. Tom Darden. Uh, we had some mentoring. I grew up without a father. Uh, my dad passed when I was five, you know, but um, those things meant a lot. And, and we were told, you know, that uh, this was historic, you know, for Michigan and uh, and that we could make history here. And, hey, I'm, I'm thank God to be part of that history. You know, uh, uh, they have a lot of black student athletes at Michigan now, a lot of black student athletes on the football team. But yeah, that was, uh, that's what we got it started, man. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, that. it's funny you say that because you just named off about seven, six or seven guys. And that was the max. And now, you know, all these teams are filled with, you know, black athletes, student athletes now, Absolutely. you know, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and the game is the game has changed. And you think about 71 and, you know, I've done some research, you know, you know, the SEC back then still had teams with no black athletes. Exactly. Exactly. You know, yeah. and um, now, you know, it's it's a totally different ball game, And so being part of that history the impact it had on me as a 10 year old kid was phenomenal, you know, yeah, and yeah. You, you know, certain things you just don't forget, you know, you just think about it. three years prior to that King would just assassinate it, mm -hmm, you know? Mm -hmm. So then to see you guys and then to have the relationship that I was able to have with you guys and the relationships I saw you had with mom and dad just had a real big impact on me. And, you know, um, so this fight, man, really, you know, the strength I'm getting, man, is from people like you, you know, just kind of seeing those things happen, you know, and, you know, it was, it, well, it was a great I'm time. I'm happy, happy to hear that, and I'm sure you've impacted a lot of young uh, brothers and sisters yourself, you know, uh, it's important that all of us do that collectively, you know, because you never know. Um, you know, who's watching, who's listening, and you never know whose life you're affecting. And uh, try to do it in a positive way. You know, that's always been, you know, my desire. I, I think I'm kind of a people person. 
you know. I am becoming my father's son. And then I went through a lot of highs and lows uh, after college with depression and uh, deaths that brought on depression, you know, and it changed me um, a lot from the standpoint that I had never drank or gotten high until, uh, you know, my senior year at Michigan, nothing significant until I lost my mom on January 4th, four days after my second Rose Bowl. And then in June, uh, my uncle, my mom's brother shot and killed my aunt and killed himself. Yeah. And, um, uh, and he was like a father figure. And then in September, the girl that I was dating was brutally stabbed to death. So those three things just knocked me off my square, so to speak, you know, and, and, uh, I hurt it so much. That I went into deep depression and I just, I drank when I, when I drank Corey, I, I didn't feel so bad, you yeah. know, but that's not <laughs> the healthy way to deal with whatever, life goes at you, whatever you're going through. And this downward spiral went on for 20, 25 years, you know, and getting arrested and, um, you know, just all sorts of trauma in life. And uh, finally, I was able to uh, come out of it through the grace of God. And that was August 17th of 1997. So this past August of 2020, August 17th is 23 years without a drink, drug, or a cigarette. Wow. And uh, I'm a teacher, not a preacher, but God is good. You know, I was brought up in church, so I, I still have that faith and trust in God, but I don't try to be perfect. No one is, yeah. you know, but, but uh, and I started to get back up incorporated, and I'm in my office now. I've fallen several times in my life, but I've always gotten up. And this here disease here, it's not even a knockdown. So I know I can fight and get through this. Yeah. Which is a 501-3 residential drug treatment facility. Yeah, and I think um, I, I saw that maybe a year or two ago, and I think I reached out to you, you know, a year or two ago. And mm -hmm. uh, I think, you know, we were trying to, I was trying to connect back with you because I knew the impact you had on my life. And, you know, I, and I do remember some of those years and, 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 you know, you, you probably don't know this, but, you know, I cried several nights, you know, mm -hmm. about what you were going through. I mean, Cause I always remember oh. mom and dad, you know, kind of coming back, you know, and saying, Hey, you know, you know, BT, you know, you know x y and z you know what's going on and there's you know, some things i right. I, I, I i do remember and mm -hmm. i remember really being you know kind of sad and upset because you know i i looked up to you and still do you know and I, I never stopped mm -hmm. looking up but you know mm -hmm. the the disappointment and the hurt you know right. was you know was always there and you know it a few was a hard fall man yeah man yeah, and uh, I can appreciate what you're saying, and I know I, you know, let a lot of people down, but more, moreover, I let myself down, yeah. you know. But you know, it's life, Corey. You know, um, you never know what punches, you know, life is going to throw at you. This totally caught me off guard, but the closeness 
I had growing up without a father and the closeness to my mom, when I lost her, I felt like I'd lost everything. And that was my senior year yeah. at Michigan. I'm three-time All-American. I'm all-time leading ground gainer in the history of the school. I'm a fifth-round draft pick at Atlanta Falcons. And uh, one of my goals and prayers were to graduate college, as my mom always wanted, uh, go into the NFL, uh, be successful enough where I could build my mom a new house right. and just take care of her where she never had to worry because I'm the youngest of seven. Right. And um, and she worked so hard, prayed so much, you know, taking care of us. And my senior year, four days after my second Rose Bowl on January 4th, she just suddenly died and mm-hmm. not been ill that none of us knew about. Yeah. And she just had a heart attack and it was fatal. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as a young guy, I couldn't handle it. And I turned to alcohol and other drugs, you know, and uh, that's part of the reason I do what I do because people have a lot of different reasons why they turn to substances, but I'm to let them know that that's not the way out. You know, it's, it's, uh, it, it may seem like it, uh, but it's the wrong decision to make. Yeah. But anyway, I could go on and on about, about that, but through the grace of God, you know, uh, I'm healthy, uh, you know, and uh, got a hip, I'm going to have to get a hip replacement. But uh, I wake up uh, in my right mind, Corey, and maybe I might be just a little bit crazy sometimes, you know, but, right. but I, think, I think I'm good. I've learned some lessons and uh, I realized my blessings. So, you know, I still can say, God is good. I don't think I've lost anything but prostate cancer. With men like this in my life, I can only fight. And it, it, it's funny because I remember so much of that of of your life um, mm-hmm. because you were my big brother. You know, That's right. um, That's right. we. You know, for me, we had a kinship relationship that can never be broken and true. and I, I remember I remember that event and I can remember mom and dad being upset about that because they you know they knew that really affected you you know and you know I know you guys had a special relationship uh, you know back then and you know uh, it, it, it's funny because you know I, I've had things in my life that you know, even doing this podcast now that, you know, I'm going to have people shaking their head like, oh, man, that's BS, you know, you know, this is who he is. No, that's that. <laughs> well, that, 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 that remember. Go ahead. Go ahead. You may, you may remember your dad was my advisor during my master's, my graduate, graduate work at Michigan. And uh, it was it was very challenging for me, you know, because I'd been out of the loop educationally but yep. you know dr moody always said you know bt just keep coming yep you know and um i looked at him the first time he said that keep coming he said yeah keep coming so you know your dad i was like okay so yeah. he didn't care man and and, and like i said you know yeah. i was i want to say i was afraid but you know you know starting this podcast and doing this I was like, you know, because people always try to, 
discount you or try, you know, try to make you not relevant or like disqualify you, you know, and yeah. And that's when dad used to always say, you know, never let anyone define you. And and I know with this show, people are going to hear stuff and and try to take me back to certain events in my life. I'm like, yeah, Mm -hmm. that happened. You know, I'm not going to deny any of it, but does that make, you know, it does make me who I am, but does it make, that's what I am, you know? Well, you know, Corey, it's it's in the past. That's why they call it the past. Right. You know, and and anyone that can't deal with that or want to hold your past against you, well, it's probably someone better off not associating, dealing with anyway. Yeah. You know, that's, that's how I look at it, you know, because Lord knows the mistakes and bad decisions that I've made in my life. But thank God, since I've got back up, you know, that's the title of my book, get back up the Billy Taylor story. Right. Since, since uh, August 17th of uh, 97, it's it's just forward. So always going forward. So I have to move forward. I got it from my dad. You're hearing it from my big brother. You know, when we get knocked down, we got to keep moving forward. But we also got to learn and understand and take control and not be defined by any disease or anything that we're going through. And let's take control. And that's what I've always tried to do and implement in my life, you know, regardless of the outcomes, you know, Everything I can say I've done, I knew what the potential outcomes would be. And I know it with this one right here. I know the potential outcome is getting rid of cancer. Right. So go ahead, you know, mention your book, mention your your nonprofit and how people can kind of get in contact with you. Um, You know, I I, want to get that, make that part of, you know, part of the the show so people can understand. I co-wrote my life story, Get Back Up, the Billy Taylor story, um, um, with uh, Kevin Allen of USA Today. Uh, we did it together, and Kevin is the experienced writer, and I just, you know, interjected, but it's my life story. And then in 2011, um, a movie was made based on my life story called Perseverance, the story of Dr. Billy Taylor. It's a documentary film that aired on the Big Ten Network um, for two years. And uh, it's been shown a few times since then, and I'll probably get it aired again sometime soon. It's called Perseverance, the Story of Dr. Billy Taylor. So um, in 2007, um, I started, I moved back from Las Vegas. In fact, I'll be out there again in a month or two. But um, I moved, I got my doctorate. Uh, from UNLV in 2003, and I moved back uh, to Michigan in 2005, mm-hmm. and um, and I uh, in 2007 I started this organization called Get Back Up Incorporated, which is a a nonprofit 501c3, and on McDougal Street in, in Detroit on the east side. The original building was on Dexter on the west side of Detroit, but for, you know, um, 13 years now, a little over 13 years, this is what I do, try to help people change their life, you know, 
because everybody that I've known has somebody in their family that suffered from drug and alcohol addiction. Mm -hmm. And alcohol is a drug, you know, and I went through it. It almost killed me, got me in a lot of trouble. And, uh, you know, I experienced uh, a lot of negative things that uh, due to my addiction. But I have recovered. And, you know, God has been good to me, but, right. um, I earned my doctorate at UNLV, you know, when I was out there from 1997 to 2003. <clears throat> and, um, you know, so I used that education, um, uh, in, uh, teaching, uh, you know, the men that we have here at Get Back Up, um, you know, the lessons that right. I've learned about recovery about life you know right. and being grateful and appreciative and just how to restore yourself you yeah. know um you know so it's basically simple just stay you know stay clean and pray but uh i can be reached here and get back up at 313-397-1306 it's our main office number is 313-397-1306. Yeah, our website, uh, my website is btgetbackup.com. Just like it sounds, all together. B-T-G-E-T-B-A-C-K-U-P.com. B-T-getbackup.com. And once again, the main number is 313-397-1306. That's great, man. And... BT, you don't know how you know. You know th th this will be part of the show. Before I let you go, now um, um, you uh, you feel confident that through your current doctor has been called a stage one that you can turn this thing around. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir, man. It's funny. I'm, 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 I'm gonna say this, and then, then we can we can close this out. You know, I had another friend that I told, and it was like, man, just go get the surgery, get it knocked out. You know, you know all this stuff, and and I've heard you since we've been on this call. Your concern about really fighting this head on, you know, and it's just not fear for me, and and. You know, this is no different than telling me 17 years ago that my blood pressure and my cholesterol was high. I didn't get on medication and none of that stuff, and I never have. I just said, tell me what I got to do, Doc. And I got it under control, and, you know, and then, yeah. you know, I became oh, a word. This, this is a different. This is a it's different not, though. Issue. It's not. It really isn't. But we've been trained to think it's so different. Because I can die from high cholesterol and high blood pressure because yeah. I can have a heart attack. So it can kill me just yeah. like cancer well, can kill me. I, sure. But I went through that, too, because uh, with uh, uh, diabetes runs in my family. I'm right. not diabetic, but I was eating a lot of apple pies and ice creams and stuff. <laughs> and so I changed my diet. You right. Know? Uh, and right now I'm, I'm about three months in, I'm probably like 80% vegan now. Right. But, uh, but I changed my diet and, and everything fell back in place. Correct. But I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be devil's advocate. No, it's okay, I man. Don't know if, I don't know if cancer works that way. 
and, you know, because if it does, why so many people still dying from it? Why don't people just change their diet and be cancer free? Because there's no money in it. You got to understand, you know, when you got to be caught early enough. Too, I would yeah, that, that, that's part of it, too. But even with them catching it late, it's funny the, the most of the, the, the cases that I've, I, I've dealt with and look, talk with people, people are at stage four. They really had no other alternative. And some of them had already had some of those other procedures and it still came back. So they, their back was kind of against the wall. It's like, well, heck, I've done everything else. I might as well try this. And so that's what happens. You know, a lot of times we do things in our life only because it's the last resort. I'm just making this the first resort for me. Because okay. the reality but of it. will be monitoring it, right? Correct. Sure Most definitely. In the right way that it's not continuing to. That's know, correct. That's correct. Okay. That's correct. Correct. So, you know, I, I'm keeping, it's not like I'm not, you know, I'm doing these things and I'm not going to get tested and you know, check my PSA levels. And, you know, I'm still going through, you know, you know, managing it, you know, it's, it's, it's managing it and eventually, you know, get rid of, it. I just, I just believe I have the discipline to do this and you are a big part of that discipline part of my life. And that's why having you on the show is so important. And I just hear the concern and actually I'm glad you keep pushing this, you know, because it's letting me know that this message needs to get out, you know, because, Absolutely. you know, I have a 30 year old daughter, you know, and, you know, she has a friend at the age of 30, you know, he had prostate cancer and it was, you know, stage one. But he had his prostate removed. Now here, this guy at the age of 30, his, his quality of life is totally different now. Information and, and getting men to get tested, get the diagnosis early so you have more options. And there are things you can do, you know, because you catch it early enough, you got time. And, but, you, you know, you got to be disciplined you, and... You know, you can't cheat it. You know, you are a big part of it. And, and I want to thank you for, you know, giving me this time and coming on. And I just I, I just wanted to thank you for being part of my life because you, you know, are a big part of who I am today. And I just want to thank humbled you. And, and humbled and honored. And I appreciate your words. And, and I know you mean it, man. Yeah, we go back a long way, so uh, I'm glad we reconnected, and I look forward to uh, us maintaining, you know, this community. Most definitely, it's gonna be on. Yeah, it's gonna be on because I I need you to get through this, you know, and right. I look forward to you know talking with you on Saturday morning. So. Hit me up, send me the link. Okay, man, I, I appreciate it, man. I love you, man. And, you know, God is good. That's all I can say, bro. And uh, um, look forward to talking to you. Okay, love you too, man. Take care. God bless. God, God bless, man.